Proverbs 14 life. The wise woman builds her house on a foundation of godly precepts and her household thrives. But the foolish one who lacks spiritual insight tears it down with her own hands by ignoring godly principles. That is the scripture that riveted me in my recent stage of life. Um, Of course, I wasn't always married and I haven't always had a child, but in this season, uh, it was this scripture that really um, opened my eyes and helped me see that I was lacking some spiritual insight and I was tearing down some things that uh, it was just foolish. So... Um, I thought I would talk about this a little bit because where I live currently, um, there's new construction going on everywhere around the city. We've got bulldozers and tractors and cranes and lots of construction workers. They're just busy creating new spaces that people will soon occupy either living in or, um, even the freeways are being torn up. We're expanding. We're growing here in this city. And, um, my husband and I also just had an architect come a couple years ago and we finally finished, uh, in November to have our home redone. We had uh, a room added and a covered patio definitely took longer than normal. Thanks, coronavirus. (laughs) Um, But the supply chain was an interesting thing. And, you know, we had to jungle, uh, to juggle, you know, our dogs who love being outside with, you know, the day-to-day workers coming in and out of our home and, um, you know, questions and things to do. But, Anyways, all around me, I can see how old things are being transformed and new things are being added that can be used for years to come. And it's interesting, but in our lives, some of the things that we use in one season that are very much a strength to us and help us get through, in the next season, it's almost like we need something different. And You've probably read or heard the children's fable of the three little pigs. It was written by James uh, Hallowell Phillips in 1890. I don't know if you remember how that story goes, but the three pigs build their houses out of different material and the wolf comes along to each house and tries to blow it down. And the first two, he's successful, but the last pig had built his house with brick, a strong and sturdy substance that was able to withstand his, you know, his breath, his powerful breath. And when it comes to constructing our life and our spiritual home, there's time-tested principles in the Bible. And I believe that with all my heart that we can embody and embrace and, and, and basically help mold and shape and shift whichever season we're in to withstand some of the stresses and the pressures that our world can throw at us. Um, and even the best stumble through. So uh, how do you know the strength of your own quote-unquote home unless it's tested? So your spiritual house, what you're building as a woman in whatever season you find yourself, how do you know that your home is strong, Um, that your spiritual foundations and what you've built is going to stand the test of time for whatever comes your way? this truth became really visual for me when I discovered that the slab of our home is not a concrete slab, but a tension resistant slab. Because where we live basically is out in the mountains. We're up a little bit higher and the elevation, the wind, uh, a lot of those kind of things, when those strong winds come, 
you need a slab that can bend a little bit with some of elements. And I found that really fascinating as we found out that that's what we had and that for them to construct this new patio and new room, they were going to have to tie it in with rebarb and it took a little bit longer than it would typically to just throw down some, you know, pavement and put up some of the house. And so, you know, a typical concrete slab's going to be subject to different cracks and damage in an environment that we live in. And so the construction company prepared for what they saw in, you know, our future up here on the hill in this windy area. Even with this slab, I will say throughout the house over the last 10 or 11 years, we've seen different cracks, you know, in the, around the house. And we've had people come out and look and, you know, they've said not to worry about it, but some were just resettling cracks in our wall and, you know, things that happen on a slab that could, you know, truly damage a house were not being done. So that was good. But the same is true of our spiritual house. You know, um, there, we all will experience different stressors and pressures and we have to be prepared. The good side of this is that, um, you know, you'll never get to see what kind of strength you possess and how beautiful that can be once it passes, unless you do experience those challenges and those difficulties and those tests. That's not a fun word, but it's pretty true. Um, and I will say in this season of life, being married and, you know, wanting to start a family with kids, our spiritual house was definitely tested about four years into our marriage, uh, my husband and I were, you know, trying to have kids and we had our first miscarriage. You know, it was a quiet, painful, kind of hidden loss and we grieved the thought of what might have been in having a child. Um, you know, what would have become of that life had that child lived? And the following year I went through another miscarriage and I found myself in a really dark place. Um, I was working full time physically not feeling great my body was changing and it wasn't something I shared with many of my co-workers Um, I was thankful for the support of family and I was surprised to learn how many women have gone through and experienced miscarriages and and bearing them in silence and in quiet and I'd like to talk about that at some point down the road (laughs) but for now um, you know just to suffice to say this was a very dark time in my mind in my heart And I felt like I had a pretty strong foundation. And yet this rocked me in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Um, I came to find out, yeah, there's a lot of people who have experienced miscarriages. So I am not in, uh, you know, a small company of of women. Um, My father's mother, I found out uh, affectionately, we called her Mimir. She went through five miscarriages in five years before she had my dad, which was their third son. What a trooper. Incredible. I didn't know this until I had my own miscarriage. Um, I did know my mom had had a miscarriage in between my older brother and sister, and he would have been named Dominic. Um, I just found out actually last night as I was talking to my mom that um, she miscarried down by the coast with that one. My dad and um, mom were visiting my aunt who was living down there near Santa Cruz. And, uh, yeah, and she went, started to have the miscarriage there. And, um, yeah, I realized I always knew that a miscarriage and the loss of a baby brother would, you know, 
was there, but I never realized how personal it was for my mom. And, you know, also my sister, when she did have a miscarriage, she lost her first child before going on to have four beautiful kids. It seemed I was, you know, joining a myriad of women in this kind of loss. And, you know, I, I, I definitely feel like women need to talk about this more and that we don't. And why would we want to have to grieve this? There's a, I think there's a time and a place for it, right? There was definitely a season I did not want to talk to anyone about it. I wanted to grieve it. But there was other seasons where I needed that support and that strength of other women who'd been through it. I cried all the tears and I also started to eat more and miss my alarm to get out of bed to go exercise. I had no desire to clean the house. I just let my heart and my mind and my soul follow the rabbit hole of self-pity and heartbreak, really. I felt sorry for myself. I felt like I had a good reason, you know, to just throw caution to the wind and say, screw it all. (laughs) And while understandably disheartened, within a few months, I was rescued once again by that time tested truth. That's when I stumbled across Proverbs 14 too, and it just jarred me like, whoa, come on you know, you are lacking spiritual insight into this pain that you're experiencing and you're tearing down some good things that I've built is basically what I felt like God was saying. So in one moment, I realized if I continued down this path, I was about to tear down what God wanted to build. What what was I doing? <laughs> and so I'm so thankful for that rescue and for the amazing possibility that you can read something over and over or listen to a song over and over, right? Have it on repeat and then just one more time and it sinks in, in a different way or speaks to you in a different light. And so truth is just a beautiful thing. It's it's compassionate and it's timeless. And when our hearts need that specific seed of truth, it hits us at the deepest core and gets planted to bear good fruit. And that's what I believe the Bible does. Um, most of us ladies want to make an impact. We want to be, you know, um, share life with our, those that are in our circle of care and bring a sense of joy in our homes. And so we wonder if and how to do that. And so I want to ask you today, if you knew that you wouldn't fail, that your past fears and disappointments could be redeemed and that you could build your home with life and peace and joy, would you want in? I think most of us are so busy and tired that it it just seems like a whirlwind. You know, what is this thing you're talking about? You're just trying to keep the house afloat, really, right? Thriving seems too grand to say when we're just surviving. And I'm in that boat too. There are times when I feel that overwhelm. And I think that's why I wanted to do this podcast is because I feel like we can learn a lot from other women. And I'm hoping to get a a variety, a myriad of voices out there to, to talk and speak to this whole thing of building your spiritual house there's other fun parts about obviously being a woman there's style there's fashion there's things that have to do with um crafts and arts and you know um how we how we thrive with our kids and I want to look at all those things it'll be super fun but I want to gain the wisdom of the ages that says we have everything we need to build and to thrive as women no matter what season we are so that being said um I wanted to just put out there and I'll, I'll find a way to put it in the notes um, or like the description of this recording, the 14 things to build on that um, I came to write down and start to kind of wrestle with and look at. 
I figured Proverbs 14 says the wise woman builds her house. Well, what are you building? What material? Obviously, when someone's building a home, they have wood and concrete, rebarb, these different materials, okay? In our spiritual home, what is it that we need to to thrive? And so the 14 things I'll put in the description below, um, you know, some of them seem super obvious, but I want to dive deep into each one of those as we can and interview different ladies to talk about those um, and, and go from there. So I want this podcast to be an encouragement to you. I want it to be a message of hope, a message of healing, a message of encouragement that will keep you going in whatever season you find yourself. I know I I said at the beginning, but it's true. I'll probably start off talking about a little bit of what it means to be single um, in this season and building your home, spiritual home, and and what an awesome opportunity that is. Um, I may, you know, get a couple of my single friends to come and talk about that and where they've had successes and felt good and go from there. And, um, and then just go through each season, even as, you know, a high school student, um, you know, what are some of the challenges and some of the opportunities during that season in life. And I may actually have some of the girls I'm hoping that, um, I used to do youth ministry with and, um, were teenagers at the time. What were some of the things that they took away in their teenage years that helped them build a foundation for where they're at now in life, um, as you know, married and ones in ministry pastoring in Louisiana, just thinking about it and wanting to glean from all these different voices. Um, so anyways, I hope you'll take this journey with us. I think this could be a really fun time and a real encouragement. And, um, I really do appreciate you tuning in. You have a great rest of your day. And remember that we are wise women building our homes on on that strong foundation 